So now we're going to start now with uh, uh, text 13. Udvo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So 13 goes, goes like this. It says... When the mode of goodness, which is luminous, pure, and auspicious, predominates over passion and ignorance, a man becomes endowed with happiness, virtue, knowledge, and other good qualities. Uh, uh, there's a very short purport here. One can control one's mind and senses in the mode of goodness. So let's see. Yada when, and then an interesting yada uh, itarao, uh, if you see the word for word where they take apart the words, the Sunday, itarao, ita means others, so itarao means the two others. Are overcome. The subject is sattam. And sattva, sattvam jayate. When sattva overcomes the, the two others, uh, then, so it's, you notice you're here, there's, we know the three modes are present. They're not in transcendent yet. But when sattva overcomes, we've already said they're already, they're churning around and, and conflicting with each other. Krishna also says that in Bhagavad Gita. When the sattva and the two uh you keep the same word order, you have to put it in the, when the, when the two others are overcome by sattvam, then the condition is here, uh, with these words, uh, vasvaram, vishadam, shivam. Uh, uh, this is describing, uh, sattva. Its description is that it is luminous, that's how this word vasvaram, uh, um, um, luminous, uh, pure, uh, uh, the, uh, that's how the word vishadam is, is, is translated here, um, and shivam, auspicious. Uh, there, uh, here, uh, when when uh, Bhaniswami translates this verse following Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, he translates the word basparam uh, as revealing. Uh, luminous means yeah, revealing. And that should remind you of uh, 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 Bhagavad Gita 10... 11, jnana dipena basata, the same word is there. Uh, uh, I, I, I give, I, 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 from inside their hearts, with this radiant jnana deep lamp of knowledge, uh, 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 I drive away the darkness born of ignorance. But that darkness born of ignorance uh, is tamagun. Uh, I, I drive it away. Uh, uh, so this basata is re 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 revealing. Uh, I have a note to myself here. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to read from 1411. Uh, this illumination, the, the, the idea, another word for illumination occurs in the Bhagavad Gita 14.11, where the chapter 14 is three modes of nature, uh, and it says the manifestations of the mode of goodness can be experienced 
when all the gates of the body are illuminated by knowledge. So there's that illumination, svaradvareshu dehi svintakasha pajayate. That's that's illumination. And Prabhupada explains there are nine gates in the body, two eyes, two ears, two nostrils, the mouth, genital, and the anus. When every gate is illuminated by the symptoms of goodness, it should be understood that one has developed the mode of goodness. In the mode of goodness, one can see things in the right perception, one can right position, excuse me. One can hear things in the right position, one can taste things in the right position. One becomes cleansed inside and out. In every gate there is development of the symptoms of happiness and that is the position of goodness. So here also the gates are illuminated. The heart is illuminated by, 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 by Krishna's uh, lamp of knowledge. So that, that's where this, this idea of illumination as being revealing. Sometimes people speak of spiritual knowledge as being revealed, but any kind of knowledge is a revelation. Uh, and there's one special revealed kind because not everybody can get it, that's all. <laughs> but, uh, uh, otherwise, if you're in the right position, everything is a revelation. No. You're just seeing it that other people can't see. So the, the word Shiva, uh, which of course the name of uh, uh, one of the Guna avatars, uh, Shiva means auspicious, propitious, that is to say the old sense of the word of granting favors, uh, gracious, favorable, benign, kind, benevolent, friendly. These are all the ideas of Shiva. So these are the things. when uh, And so... Vishnu Shankarvari Thakur says, uh, the gunas in the jiva predominate over each other and the jiva then attains corresponding qualities. This is explained in three verses. When sattva, which is revealing, so that's where Bhattaswami gets the translation for Basvaram. When sattva, which is revealing or enlightening in nature, are uh, you enlightened, right? Basvaram, pure and peaceful, Shivam, conquers Rajas and Tamas, Itarao, the other two. A person becomes endowed with knowledge, revelation, parentheses, dharma, purity, and happiness, peace. Adivihi, etc., means other qualities like control of the senses and the mind, which that becomes the purport community to that is its purport for the verse. Uh, so that's their, their, their description of those times when the mode of goodness happens to prevail, uh, then uh, the person has, has happiness, Sukam, Sukena, he's endowed, oh yeah, I didn't finish reading this. He, then he's endowed with Sukena, uh, happiness, uh, dharma, jnana, and so on. So Sukha, uh, that's, the, that's the characteristic. Uh, 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 of that. Uh, Prabhupada's capsule description about there are three kinds of people. Uh, one is happy, one is active, and, uh, and one is helpless. I always think of the three stooges or something like that. They're not stooges. Happy, active, <laughs> and helpless. So now uh, we come to 14. Um, he says here in text 14, Yada Jayatama Sattvam Rajaha Sangam Vidachalam, Vidadukena Yujita, Karmana Yashasasya. When uh, the mode of passion which causes attachment, separatism, and activity conquers ignorance and goodness, a man begins to work hard to acquire prestige and fortune. Thus, in the mode of passion, 
he experiences anxiety and struggle. So, so here, uh, uh, the subject, rajaha, is passion. When that conquers tama, sattva, uh, uh, then uh, uh, this raja is the cause of uh, sangam, vidda, chalam. Uh, these three things. Uh, passion causes sangam, attachment. Siddha, separatism. So it sounds like they're opposite in passion, you're separated, but uh, uh, here it's translated as separatism. Uh, earlier we saw described separatism as, uh, as thinking of oneself different from others and better than them. That's... I want to spend some time talking about separatism because it comes up in connection with devotional service. Uh, uh, when the Piladev explains it. Uh, it causes attachment, uh, separatism, then I and mine, I mean, all those things are there, and activity. Uh, 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 achalam means doesn't move, right? So chalam means change. Or here they uh, translates it as uh, activity. Uh, uh, uh. You can even say turmoil <laughs> if you want to get chalam uh, uh. uh And thereupon, tada, when that happens, you say yada tada, when then, uh, then dukkena, you become endowed with dukkha, suffering, uh, karmana, with material work and the word for word here, yashasha, uh, 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 the desire for fame and shriya opulence. When the mode of passion which causes attachment, separatism, and activity conquers ignorance and goodness, a man begins to work hard to acquire prestige and fortune. Thus, in the mode of passion he experiences. Here they go, anxiety, the dukkha, and struggle. Uh, I guess the karma is a struggle. Uh, uh, Bhaniswami, uh, a a translation follows Vishnu Chakrabarti Thakur. When the mode of passion which causes attachment, separatism, and activity conquers ignorance and goodness, a man desires fame and fortune, he suffers and becomes active. That's a more literal translation, I think. Uh, because when Vishnu Chakrabarti Thakur does it, he, there's, there's three uh, characteristics and three things you experience. So he lines them up. He says, when rajas, which is the cause of attachment, distinctions and action, distinctions meaning that separatism, distinctions, Conquers Thomas and Sattva, a person comes desired and now with the desire for fame and wealth from attachment, suffering from making distinctions, and action from the active nature of rajas. That's, that's the way uh, he sees it. You do become, in the mode of passion, you might say driven. You might say driven, like, like that. Uh, uh, yeah, you always uh, like got to have something to do, got to be got projects going on, and, uh, and so on. So here, uh, the word separatism uh, 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 by the BBT and by Vaishnava Chakravarti Thakur, this didda difference, they treat it differently. <laughs> he sees that separatism is, is just ma- uh, making distinctions. Whereas uh, the BBT separatism is, a, a, is something that they acquire from Prabhupada's uh, commentary, uh, and uh, a, and it's a, a certain separatist mentality. Uh, it's a little different idea. And the BBT is following Srila Prabhupada, but using the term 
for me to separatism. Uh, so after we go through 15, we'll return to this this topic. Uh, uh, so then, uh, so that's the mode of passion. Uh, when it prevails, that's what you you see. Uh, uh, but then, then the mode of ignorance may come. Uh, tends to follow because after people give enough anxiety and struggle, they need a break, and, and they, they 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 chill out with downers, drugs, and uh, other kinds of uh, uh, yeah, or they become violent. That's another thing. Uh, so here, 15 is described here. Yada jayet raja sattvam tamo mukham layam jadam jeta shoka mohabhyam vidraya himsaya shaya. When the mode of ignorance conquers passion and goodness, it covers one's consciousness and makes one foolish and dull. Falling into lamentation and illusion, a person in the mode of ignorance sleeps excessively, indulges in false hopes, and displays violence towards others. So this is how, how it, 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 it works this way. So here, Hamas, Jayatet Rajasattva, it conquers those two. Then the things uh, that uh, occur, the, the, the qualities of darkness, are, uh, uh, the mode of darkness is mudham, uh, which uh, uh, is uh, um, uh, generally means uh, foolishness. Uh, it covers one's consciousness, or the word that covers the consciousness is liam. Uh, the word uh, liam uh, generally means rained, uh, sleep, or it's just a place to stay. But here it also means obscuring uh, their, their consciousness. It obscures the consciousness uh, and in other words, you, you're conscious. Like in, in the mode of passion, you're very alert, but you're narrowly focused. And there's definitely, because of that narrow focus, there's a distortion in your perceptions. You're just narrowly focused on the objects of desire and those things that are obstacles to achieving it. Uh, but in the mode of ignorance, it's more covered. And so that's why you're described here uh, 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 as being uh, mudham, uh, foolish, defeating one's discrimination. Mudha is fool. Uh, in other words, you really can't, you make bad choices. You buy lottery tickets as an investment. Uh, you always choose the wrong thing. Uh, as you step, uh, as, uh, as, as you step off the wall, uh, and somebody says, "Don't go there. There's no next step." I know what I'm doing. No, that's you know, kind of thing. Uh, so this uh, mudham, and then the consciousness is covered. Gatam, uh, which means laziness, uh, devoid of endeavor. Uh, because so though those qualities are, are there, then you become linked with, endowed with, yujita, shoka, uh, uh, lamentation, always complaining, always griping, always good, this is wrong, that's wrong, everything wrong. Uh, the victim of so many uh, conspiracies and the, the wrongs of other people, and they just keep falling on you and you don't know why. Uh, uh, moha, uh, bewilderment, uh, nidra, uh, word for word is oversleeping or excessively sleeping, uh, himsaya, with himsa, with, with violence, prone to also to violence, um, uh, and then 
Ashaya means hopes, but here, false hopes. The lottery ticket. Any, any minute things are going to change. I know something's going to happen. I just know it. You know, some savior will come and, and, uh, uh, and so on. Anuswami translates this one. Tamas, with qualities of lack of discrimination, obscuration, and lack of endeavor, conquer rajas and sattva, a person becomes endowed with lamentation, illusion, violence, sleep, and empty aspirations. Uh, and so uh, Vishnu Chakravarti uh, Thakur uh, uh, says that um, that uh, the lamentation, illusion, and, and violence uh, come from lack of discrimination, knowing when to act and not to act, knowing to judge things properly. Uh, 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 and then uh, endowed with sleep because it obscures consciousness. Uh, it, you're looking for lower states of consciousness. Uh, drug addicts, uh, as they used to say, they're on the nod. They, they shoot up and then they basically go to sleep. Uh, and, and that's what they like. Uh, and vain hopes, this is from lack of endeavor. You're not trying anything, but something's going to happen. You know, there's no endeavor, but somehow my luck is going to change. You know, uh, like that. Uh, and then Vishnachari Kavadi uh, uh, also mentions that when all three gunas are conquered by bhakti, one becomes endowed with the bliss of prema. This statement should also be placed here following the pattern of later statements in the chapter. But that's Krishna does. He then mentions bhakti, uh, the transcendent state. It's not mentioned here. So, he uh, 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 supplies it. So here, um, the, these qualities, the quality that mentioned here is this separatism. And I, I recalled reading it in the Bhagavatam when, when uh, Kapila Dave talks about devotional service in the three modes. We've already had that discussion. Uh, but I so I sort of look at it again, and it's worth uh, looking at. So uh, this is in Canto Three, Chapter uh, Twenty Nine, which is called the Explanation of Devotional Service. And Lord Kapila Dave uh, says to his mother, Text Seven. Uh, he says, "O oh, noble lady, there are multifarious paths of devotional service." in terms of different qualities of the uh, executor or executor. Executor, anyway, I don't know how you say it. That's a will, but anyway. One to one who's doing it. There, the, these, uh, as Prabhupada says in the purport, generally people take to devotional service with a purpose. That is to say, demanding something for themselves. He means a selfish purpose here. From, uh, and he mentions in the Bhagavad Gita uh, those who are distressed, those who need money, uh, and, and so on. And so then he commences his ex expression, his thing, of, uh, in text 8. Uh, uh, devotional service executed by a person who is envious, proud, violent, and angry, and who is a separatist, is considered to be in the mode of darkness. No. Uh, uh, the word that's used here, uh, um, uh, himsa, violence, dumba, uh, proud, uh, bluffing, putting on a show, uh, matsaryam, that's envy, uh, sarambi, angry, and dinadrik, uh, Binadrik, uh, whose vision is separate. He has separate vision, which Prabhupada then translates, uh, who is a separatist, is considered to be in the mode of darkness. 
So Provo, when he starts this, and, and so here you have this separatist, and then we, uh, for the mode of ignorance, uh, and then it shows up again in a slightly different word, Pitak Baba in text 9, for the mode of passion. So two uh, are, are there. Uh, uh, so uh, Prabhupada says uh, uh, that um, we want causeless, unmotivated devotional service, which means no selfish motive. Your motive is to please Krishna. That's the reason you do it in that sense. But it's not a selfish motive. That's what uh, a haipuki uh, is without a selfish motive. In the condition stage, Prabhupada writes, when one engages in devotional service, he should follow the instructions of the spiritual master in full surrender. And then goes on about uh, to act that way under the direction of the spiritual master with a motive to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead is pure devotional service. So you may not even be that advanced in some respects. You may not be a pure devotee, but you are performing pure devotional service. But it goes on. But if one has a motive for personal sense gratification, his devotional service is manifested differently. Such a man may be violent, proud, envious, and angry, and his interests are separate from the Lord's. So that's the separatist who have a separate interest from Krishna. Uh, uh, uh. But then, then Prabhupada starts to, as this chapter goes on rather Kapila Dave, the idea of separatism gets fully developed in all those different aspects. Anyway, he goes, uh, the uh, person in the mode of ignorance, one who approaches the Supreme Lord to render devotional service, but is proud of his personality, envious of others, or vengeful, is in the mode of anger. He thinks that he is the best devotee. Uh, So this is Thomas, uh uh-huh. And says that devotees that uh, have a bad character should actually... uh, uh, be avoided associating with him uh, intimately. He may offer respect to such a Vaishnava because at least he's accepted the Lord as his ultimate goal of life, but you should not keep close com- contact with, with such a person. Now then, when it goes on to devotional service and passion, again, the worship of the deities in the temple by a separatist, so again it shows up, with a motive for material enjoyment, fame, and opulence, is devotion in the mode of passion. So here, not so much envious, proud, violent, and angry, but wants material enjoyment. Big hundi boxes all over, you know, and donations. Fame, wants to be found famous as a great devo- a devotee, uh, and so on. So this is this thing for these... Uh, because, you know, especially in India, where priests are, and devotees are respected, you, you can, you know, as you become a sannyasi, everybody wants the dust of your lotus feet and so on, and, and uh, you, can, you can have that, that kind of a motive. Uh, it mentions deity worship here, archa, adal, and so on, any of the activities of devotional service. He's a separatist. Uh... And, this is, and so now Prabhupada says, the word separatist must be understood carefully. The Sanskrit word in this connection, that's why here, because it's, it's mentioned here as part of the mode of passion, and it occurs in Prabhupada, the, the, the uh, nature of a, a, a devotee. The word uh, separatist must be understood carefully. The Sanskrit word, in this Sanskrit words in this connection are dinadrik and ptakbhava. A separatist is one who sees his interest as separate from that of the Supreme Lord. Mixed devotees or devotees in the mode of passion and ignorance think that the interest of the Lord is supplying orders of the devotees. The interest of such devotees is to draw from the Lord as much as possible from their sense gratification. 
and so this is a separatist mentality. Uh, uh, a devotee should think that the more I, I, I forget about my own happiness or understood that my happiness is seeing that Krishna is happy in all respect, that I don't worry about, about it. Uh, uh, so Prabhupada remarks, uh, when the so-called devotee desires material enjoyment without reference to the interests of the Supreme Lord, or he wants to become famous or opulent by utilizing the mercy or grace of the Supreme Lord, he is in the mode of passion. And, you know, you see it in America. That in America, there's a whole section of Protestant Christianity that follows what's called the gospel of prosperity. Uh, the, the gospel of prosperity is you know you've got God's grace when he gives you what you want. Uh, and... Uh, and so that's definitely uh, passion, uh, if not ignorance also. When uh, uh, Prabhupada writes, a pure devotee has no interest but to act on behalf of the Supreme Lord, and one has even a tinge of personal in interest, his devotion is mixed with the three modes of material nature. Uh, then... Uh, uh, Prabhupada says, uh, the next text 10, when a devotee worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead and offers the result of his actions, activities, in order to free himself from the inebrieties of fruitive activities, his devotion is in the mode of goodness. Uh, So here he says, uh, in the text again, uh, yeah, again it's mentioned that this uh, that there may be even in the mode of goodness. Now, the offering to the Lord, uh, if this offering process is in the mode of goodness rather than in pure devotion, uh, then the interest is different. Because it's mentioned in this verse, still, Pritakbhava is mentioned again. He does all these things, but still, Pritakbhava. There's still some sense of uh, a difference. So, therefore, you're still in the mode. So, all three have Pritakbhava. It's... it's, it's uh, 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 b because it doesn't, it's in the Sanskrit. Uh, uh, but uh, Prabhupada doesn't, uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't but, he, but he says in the purport, there's some, uh, the interest, the four ashrams and the four varnas act for some benefit according with their personal interest. Therefore, such activities are in the mode of goodness. So I hadn't noticed this before, but actually, uh, even even in goodness, they have some pradhamava. Uh, uh, so then, then he goes on and explains uh, uh, unadulterated devotion service. Uh, the manifestation of unadulterated devotional service is exhibited. Uh, when one's mind is at once attracted to hearing the transcendental names and qualities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is residing in everyone's heart. Just as the water of the Ganges flows naturally down to the ocean, such devotional ecstasy, uninterrupted by any material condition, flows toward the Supreme Lord. I mean, notice this description. Any, any condition, it just goes. As naturally as a river goes down to the sea. Uh, here the, the Ganga is mentioned, goes down to the sea. So that's where your attention flows to the Supreme Lord. Uh, and so Prabhupada, uh, and that word is there in the Sanskrit, avichina, without interruption. No material condition can stop the flow of devotional service of a pure devotee. Uh, and 
without cessation, uh, Prabhupada says, uh, 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 and uh, this, uh, another word he says the, it means that the interest of the devotee and the interest of the Supreme Lord are on the same level. Uh, uh, and then he goes on to discuss the, the pure devotee and not just the devotee in the mode of goodness. Uh, it uh, doesn't accept any of the kinds of liberations uh, uh, and is on the transcendental stage. The texts go on. Uh, and then, uh, and Kapila David describes this uh, a little m- more. Uh, and then he again returns uh, to the uh, pure devotee um, uh, and describes his activities um, and then text 19 when one is fully qualified with all these transcendental attributes and his consciousness is thus completely purified he immediately is immediately attracted simply by hearing my name or hearing my transcendental qualities. The mind just goes there. And it's just interesting. And now the idea of Puttak Bhava uh, being, uh, being overcome, as the chariot of air carries an aroma from its source and immediately catches the sense of smell, Similarly, one who constantly engages in devotional service in Krishna consciousness can catch the supreme soul who is equally present everywhere. Uh, uh, so that's uh, this theme now. I am, next text, I am present in every living entity as the super soul. If someone neglects or disregards that super soul everywhere, and engages himself in the worship of the deity in the temple, that is simply imitation. Uh, it is vidambanam. Uh, uh, it's just for show. If he, because uh, uh, Prabhupada says, in purified consciousness or Krishna consciousness, one sees the presence of Krishna everywhere. If therefore... One only engages in deity worship in the temple and does not consider other living entities, then he is in the lowest grade of devotional service. One who worships the deity in the temple and does not show respect to others is a devotee on the material platform in the lowest stage of devotional service. A devotee should try to understand everything in relationship with Krishna and try to serve everything in that spirit. Um, uh, The text goes on. I'm not reading the whole purport. One who worships the deity of Godhead in the temple, but does not know that the Supreme Lord as Paramatma is situated in every living entity's heart, must be in ignorance and is compared to one who offers oblations into ashes. In other words, the fire is gone, but you're just pouring your ghee into the ashes. So in the same way, if you just perform devotional service in the temple, but don't regard uh, everyone else as uh, basically a temple of God, Paramatma is there. Um, so he goes on saying like this, uh, and so here again... Uh, one who offers me respect but is envious, this is text number 23 if you're following along, Canto 329, 23. One who offers me respect but is envious of the bodies of others and is therefore a separatist, never attains peace of mind because of his inimical behavior toward other living entities. And so, Bina Darshanaha is translated here as uh, separatist. Uh, uh, so here the word separatist again is is reinforced, and uh, to some degree it's present in, even in the mode of goodness. It just gets greater and greater the further down you go in the modes. Uh, 
And then Kapila uh, uh, continues, My dear mother, even if he worships with proper rituals and paraphernalia, a person who is ignorant of my presence in all living entities never pleases me by his worship of the deity and the temple. And he goes on, uh, 25, performing his prescribed duties, one should worship the deity of the Supreme Personality of Godhead until one realizes my presence in his own heart and in the hearts of other living entities as well. So that, that means that the, fruit, fruit, the fructification of this worship of the deities as you then start to see the Supreme Lord uh, everywhere. Then uh, Kapila, Dave says, as the blazing fire of death I cause great fear to whomever makes the least discrimination. Uh, and again, between himself, uh, excuse me, I, as the blazing fire of death, I cause great fear to whoever makes the least discrimination between himself and other living entities because of a differential outlook, and that's dhinadvisha, uh, seeing uh, separately. Uh, and the, therefore, he says, therefore, through charitable gifts and attention, as well as through friendly behavior, and by viewing all to be alike, one should propitiate me who imbibes in all creatures as their very uh, uh, self. Uh, so here the, 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 you can see how this uh, idea of being a separatist kind of has different grades and, uh, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and so one, one point of it is you think you're different and better than everybody else. You, but the, the core of it is that you've got you, some interest that's in separate, to some extent or another, from Krishna's interest. And because of that, that, that covering, you can't see Krishna. And, and you can't develop actual attraction uh, uh, for Krishna. Uh, uh, so here... The word separatism means separating oneself, others, and all things from Krishna. This is the Achincha Beta Beta Tattva is realized knowledge that nothing is different from Krishna, and yet Krishna is different from everything. Uh, so, and the difference between ignorance and passion and even goodness. Uh, in devotional service, anyway, is one of degree of separatism. Uh, uh, so uh, I just thought we'd take a little diversion into that. And if you haven't read that, it always uh, uh, Canto Three, Chapter Twenty Nine, Kapila Dave's explanation of devotional service, where he introduces this idea of devotional service relevant for those of us who are actually uh, aspiring to perform pure devotional service. These are diagnostic tools uh, for our own problems and our own level of understanding so that if we need to take any remedial measures, we can, uh, we, we can uh, uh, do so. So here, uh, uh, 13... 14 and 15 uh, describes the occasions in human life uh, when the, uh, they are one of the mode or the other is predominating. Just remember that the others are there. The, the, the one is there and the others are also there in conditional life. Even the mode of goodness, there's always some passion and ignorance. And, and one last thought. Um, the, uh, we have three modes, and you have four varnas. So the, the brahmana is supposed to be at least in the mode of goodness. 
kshatriya uh, is combination. Sometimes we just say passion, but it's a, it's, it's a combination of, 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 of passion and goodness. Because a real kshatriya uh, cares a lot and takes care of other people, uses his strength to, to, to uh, help others. I mean, to, 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 to protect people, you have to be willing to do dangerous things. Uh, not everybody wants to be a cowboy. That's why we have a government that other, certain special people will protect others. So, so that, that's good. Uh, Vaisha, uh, then there's a mixture of passion and ignorance. And Shudra is ignorance. It's kind, it's kind of, a, again, a, 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 a gradations because there are some Kshatriyas like Yudhishthira, who's got a lot of goodness, and others like Bhima, who's got a lot more passion. And as you can already see a differentiation there. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, we don't usually see, uh, uh, as Prabhupada has, has said, that in Western civilization, everyone is a Shudra, and there are a few Vaishas. Uh, actually, real Kshatriyas and real Brahmanas are not uh, in evidence uh, very much, quite exceptional. Uh, and uh, uh, so, uh, but there's such an advantage to using this knowledge of the three modes of nature for so many things, understanding uh, civilization, understanding where people are, uh, and uh, understanding how to uh, change it. Uh, we, ha we have a very uh, uh, nice process, which if we want to uh, take remedial effort, we can overcome the modes of nature. Uh, and, uh, and it can be done because Krishna helps. The devotee is not like somebody who's doing a do-it-yourself yoga uh, program, but a devotee actually, who, how, who destroys the darkness born of ignorance? It's the super soul in the heart. Why does he do that? Why doesn't he do it for everybody else? Because they want that darkness. And others who don't want it, and they're trying to get rid of themselves, well, how can you overcome darkness with your own darkness? So some of you need help from outside the system, and if you ask Krishna to help, he does. Okay? So now we'll, we'll continue uh, with uh, next week with um, story, yeah, 16, 16, 17, and 18 uh, uh, give the subtle and gross bodily symptoms of predominance of each mode. Uh, so we'll, we'll pick up there. What a science, huh? Comments? Are you ready? Next to the Acharya Prabhu has a question. Um, he asks, it is a little different it, it is a little different understanding of Binadrik than that given in the third canto, but I regularly hear some version of the charge of separatism leveled against ISKCON when its members are thought to be too separate, different, or inimical to other Gaudiya Vaishnava groups. Is this a valid accusation, and what are some practical guidelines for dealing with other such groups? And he continues, what are the benefits and pitfalls of porosity um, porosity between groups and distinction or separatism between groups. Good walls make good neighbors. We, we follow Srila uh, Prabhupada's um, uh, uh, lead in this one. Um, he did originally send some of his disciples to some of his god brothers who were in there after the Gaudiya Mahdi split out. Already, see, the one thing is that in, in, in the Gaudiya Mat, separatism had won. Uh, it was there 
during Bhakti Siddhanta's time because Bhakti Siddhanta warned Prabhupada that it was happening. And after Bhakti Siddhanta left, because people were competing for position and power, they split up. Uh, they couldn't work together. And so that separatist spirit was there already. Uh, 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 and uh, Prabhupada did never stop trying to work with them as much as he could. But sometimes, when he, like when he first saw the devotees go to India and stay in some ashrams there, they began to preach against Prabhupada to, to the devotee and reinitiate his own devotees. Uh, and then he realized it wasn't good association because it says here, you can appreciate other people for their good qualities, but sometimes from a safe distance. And so, therefore, we should work, wish people well uh, and uh, uh, but we don't give up our discrimination uh, so so I remember early on in the movement um, um, I went to some people's houses who had been devotees in the temple and separated themselves off and they were growing big Tulsi trees which is really really nice uh, and I, but I realized being in their house somehow or other, I could I couldn't I, I, I they were growing Tulsi and they were doing certain things of devotional service, but uh, uh, I found out that after we left they broke out the marijuana, uh, and saw it as an aid to their Krishna consciousness. And those are not the kind of people one can associate. First of all, you know, you're limited unless you want to break out the marijuana too. Then you're one of them. Then you're not a separatist. Uh, so so uh, uh, the thing is that one should... should uh, uh, and it said in the chapters I just well, you should appreciate other people, but you should be careful with whom you associate. Even within ISKCON, one has to be careful. Uh, with, with uh, protecting one's creeper of devotional service. Uh, uh, and if you're with devotees and their mode of conversation is finding fault always with others, it's best not to be with them. That, that's the instructions that we have. Uh, so one should be separate from separatists. <laughs> Put it in an aphorism. But still, by that place, you still wish them well and anything you can do to, to help them. And Prabhupada kept that up. Even after so many ways, are going through so many difficult experiences with, with God brothers, he kept trying. And even one of the last acts he did was form the Bhaktivedanta Swami Charity Trust to, to uh, help... Uh, uh, Money to help people in his God brothers and the different remnants of the Gaudiya Mat, uh in India. Okay, Kendrapu has a question. He's asked considering the unappealing symptoms of devotional service in lower modes, one may ask if such service could even be categorized as devotional. Is it that Krishna counts any approach to him as devotional, regardless of motive? Whatever Krishna counts, it depends on his knowledge of that person through super soul. Whether... Oscar Wilde's famous saying is that, that hypocrisy is the homage that vice that pays to virtue. So maybe there's a little homage <laughs> there by, uh, by being a, a bluffer, a dumba, a hypocrite. But generally, it's up to Krishna. I don't judge people. It's up to Krishna to judge the people. If, if, if they're if they are uh, at least paying uh, some kind of lip service to devotional service, I, I, tr I try to be as, in the old-fashioned sense of the term, charitable as possible. 
uh, and uh, and to, to try to think well of these people as I can without becoming a fool, uh, and then give up all my sense of discrimination. And if there's something I can do to help people, I should try to do it. Uh, uh, depending on my own strength of devotional service, I may be able to do something if, if I'm more fixed up uh, in Krishna consciousness than someone who's not. Uh, they put, one may put one's creeper into a dangerous uh, situation where it gets uh, damaged. Next week, we'll start with Canto 1125, uh, text 16, uh, continuing our survey uh, of uh, different aspects of the, the manifestation of the three modes in, in uh, uh, yeah, throughout the universe, actually. Okay. Hare Krishna, Srila Prabhupada, Ki Jai, Srimad Bhagavatam, Ki Jai.